Are you looking to hire a photographer? Check out Windsor's own Melissa Fay Photography. With affordable and professional services ranging from lifestyle newborn to weddings and any of life's important events in between. Mention Hattrick Hockey and enjoy 10% off any service. Find her on social media as Melissa Fay Photography. And what is going on, everybody? It is episode number 56 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. If you like my like uh, shirt here, you can just go on to our links, click, uh, click anything you want there. It will bring you right to our merch store. You'll be able to get shirts, hats, whatever you want from there. Also, Rob, this being episode 56, this is a Sergei Zubov edition of Hat Trick Hockey. He played 16 years in, in the league. He had 1,068 games, 152 goals, 619 assists, 771 points. He was a plus 148 over his career. He's an Olympic gold medalist. He's a world junior and silver medalist. He's a two-time Stanley Cup champion. And the craziest thing about him is he was drafted in the fifth round. That's nuts. And I'll bring in Rob. Rob, what's up? Well, you know, is that good? <laughs> I would think so. I know that's good. That is good. <laughs> what did you get up to this uh, like weekend? Did you have something bad to eat there? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, this, this being oh. Tuesday, <laughs> Rob tends to get into a little bad food every once in a while. Oh, that was fucking safe Push, push the segment back because uh, I wasn't feeling my old self again. That was fucking But But uh, the we Missy and I had Thursday, Friday, Monday off. So we had a nice long weekend. Yeah. Um, we went out for some, uh, what do you call that there? Uh, swishani? Uh, uh, sushi? Sushi. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so we went out for sushi at uh, Koi's. Holy shit. I had a food baby for like two days. Oh yeah. You kill food there, man. Brutal. And it was like <laughs> 25 bucks with a bottle of wine. All you can eat. Really? eh? Oh, so we, we just crushed it. And I had some of the best sushi. I, I need to try more of it. Um, but I tried everything that they had pretty much there that, mm -hmm. uh, the girls and, uh, we went out with, uh, Ray Benito and Christy yeah. and, uh, we, we just had a blast. And then we went back to the Peacock. So that was my Friday. Jeez, I went Friday. to my Meg meeting, yeah. we're, we're, we're solving problems in the world yeah. and then went out for sushi and then closed the Peacock. What? So that's like what? 2 AM. One one night, like, come on, Rob, get your <laughs> shit together. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, was that all you did? Kind of, you just kind of laid oh, low. Oh, then we that? went out to Sammy's, Misty's dad's, and we helped him uh, lay some patio stone and um, built him a nice little patio. Misty's a genius i think mm -hmm. she's italian I, I i don't know about the paley <laughs> as the paley come is italian La well that's french <laughs> La paley um so yeah like she's just a whiz when it comes to screening and leveling out the stones yeah but fuck we were out there a long time like i got some really sunburnt head sunburnt <laughs> neck i uh, you know should have put on the sunblock but yeah. you know didn't 
I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah, but I really enjoyed going out there and helping Sammy out. And uh, so he's going to have a nice, a nice patio, get ready to roll out of there. Um, and then I had to take a day off from uh, <laughs> drinking. And then went hard back at her with, uh, we, we invited uh, some friends over to Missy's house and had some barbecue and pool party there and mm. then uh yeah it, it might have been it might have been the shish kebabs that i had uh, <laughs> for the next day it, it wasn't i stayed up and drank till three in the morning and then got yeah, pinned didn't didn't work out for me i'm not i'm not 17 anymore that's why i wrote i wrote in the fucking chat when you were like oh, oh I, yeah, I, I, I can't I, do it tonight i was like did, did you have something bad to eat <laughs> I, I had to do it i had to do it I was a little, I was a little tugged over. That's so fucking funny. By the way, shout out to Drew too, for letting us fucking record the day before we dropped the happy. I love love your face. I love everything about you. (laughs) Um, I apologize, but I'm not going to say it's not going to happen again. mm -hmm. Well, whatever. It tends to happen. Hey, so this past weekend, we played your boys there on, uh, on Sunday, we played the war pigs. I, yeah, I talked to Rich. I talked to fucking Sean Obite. I talked to all those guys, man. They were all out there. They had a good squad, man. Like, I guess how'd, guys, how'd, how, what was, how'd you guys make out? Like, what, what uh, happened? first game we won, I was like, I don't, I don't know, I forget what it was. It was wasn't too close, but then the second game, it was like extra innings and we won an extra innings, but it went extra innings. Like, it, but they played, man, from game one to game two, they were like, it was like a completely different team playing them. Yeah. Um, so. They're not called the War Pigs anymore. Uh, we named, uh, Sean decided to name, because before the COVID hit, we uh, were, mm-hmm. and dad died. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to change the name to uh, the Dusty Dogs because dad loved his hot dogs. So, Actually, I think that's what it is, but yeah. a lot of the guys were wearing those things still. So that's why I thought yeah, yeah, it was yeah. still, yeah. The, the black brown shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I left them out in the sun yeah. so long. That but I see Rich. I, I didn't even recognize him at first because he had a fucking big old beard. I was like, dude, like I didn't even recognize you at first. Yeah. <laughs> Got a big old beard on him. I was like, damn, dude. But yeah, so it was fun playing against those boys and stuff like that. He said up against the wall. They're like, whoa. Yeah, I was just like, whoa, man. I like I said, I didn't even recognize him at first, but once it clicked in and I heard the freaking voice, it was like, okay, I knew who it was, right? But yeah, so shout out to those boys too. So shout out hounds to everybody. It was a good game on Sunday. It was a good time. And we just crushed poolside. Like, why wouldn't you crush poolside, right? It's sunny out, summer's kind of winding down. So it's like pretty soon we're gonna start crushing some golf together, Rob. So we're gonna be crushing golf and poolside. So that's going to be definitely coming up. So before we get on to the hockey news, because there's fucking tournaments coming up, right? Yes, there is. We have, yeah, we have because two tournaments coming up. Wheatley Sharks tournament. That One's that one again. Uh, I'm going to have to call the, the goose. Okay. And uh, we got the 73s tournament. And right, because we got, we're going to sponsor both those teams. Yeah, and we got the one with the boys too. Right, yeah. So, yeah, we have three. We're going to be busy. <laughs> it's okay though. And I already told everybody too, for those two, I said to let me know dates of those tournaments and we'll, uh, we'll get you guys shirt and hat combos for freaking for a prize. So we can definitely do that. So we're, we're going to work something out with all those guys. 
Now we also sponsored a, a baseball team tournament this week, right? We did. I think it was the generals tournament. So we sponsored a hole there. So if I'll post the uh, freaking photo there, the sign Kyle, just, I was so busy, but it was, uh, but yeah, so we did that too. So, and I guess it was great too. It went off um, amazing. Everything went as planned and they had, I think they got, they had great weather too. Yeah, they did. Uh, Kenny sent me a picture with his foursome uh, on each side of the, the poster of the, the hole we sponsored. I'll, I'll yeah. send it to tell him, tell him to send it to us. We'll throw it up on the page. Yeah, I will. We'll definitely do that 100%. Beautiful. So before we get on to the hockey and everything, there's a lot of trades and free agent signing, crazy free agent signings and everything. There was over 240 guys signed. But before we get to that, um, we're going to welcome back. I don't know if we have yet or if we have twice or whatever, but we're going to do it again. Uh, we're going to welcome back. Eric Standell is back on with us for another year for a sponsorship of the pod. And we also got Peru and Son is back with us too so bunch of super bunch super of happy yeah bunch of beauties they're, they're there, so. og sponsors they're og sponsors they are og sponsors they were like one of the first two to sponsor the show so big shout out to those guys um thanks again for coming back we're so happy to have you guys and we got a new sponsor now we got we're going to welcome on with the boys. Now we got Houston's training and fitness center. That's out in Harrow with this hat right here. Mikey hooked us up. So their gym is actually in the same building as the Harrow arena. It's along the side of the arena. They're right next to the tennis courts. And now here's the thing. The owners of this gym, Mike and Jamie Houston, her maiden name, she's a Ryan. And uh, they both, are longtime Harrow residents. They come from good families. Uh, Jamie's like brothers, actually, Chris and Rents are actually big listeners of the show. So shout out to those boys. And uh, so Mike and Jamie have been together forever, like as long as I can remember. So like, I think high, high school sweethearts, I want to say. And the gym, the touch that they put in the, some of the work that they did inside the gym, it looks incredible, dude incredible i walked in there i was my jaw hit the floor it was so nice it was so clean it was honestly 10 out of 10 like gone up to the nines fantastic the best part about this is i think it's like 30 or like 35 bucks a month or something to go there like super cheap um like i said the place looks brand new they got freaking trainers available everything so we just want to say welcome with all those guys and uh we look forward to having those guys on with us. So like I said, check out that gym. Yeah. Check out that gym. It's amazing. You guys will love it. So on that note, we'll move into, uh, we'll go into the trades first. Cause there was kind of, there was some crazy trades, man. Like I couldn't believe it. Um, what's the one trade that kind of caught your eye? Probably the Mark Andre flurry probably caught your eye eh? i can't believe dude they gave yeah. him they gave him away for like basically nothing basically nothing they traded him for like i'm trying to find it right here oh they got so mark andre Fleury from vegas in exchange for michael i'm not even gonna attempt the last name it's about never seven, heard of them it's about 17 letters long but anyways they they basically let him fucking walk let him walk. And he's already announced everybody was up in the air on like 
is he going to retire? Is he going to this? Is he going to that? And I kept saying, I'm like, he's by far from done. He's still in amazing shape. And he just, didn't he just get a freaking, didn't he just win the Fesna? Is that the goal he won? Yeah. Didn't he just win that? Fesna is. I feel bad for him, don't you? Like, he got the shit end of the stick. He's been getting the shit end of the stick for the last few years, like, since he left Pittsburgh. Probably, he what, four or five years? Pittsburgh. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. So, I, I was expecting him on a trade to, or a freaking sign-in trade with them or something. I was expecting that for him to go back to Pittsburgh. Do you know how much he makes? I think he makes, like, just under seven or between six and seven. That's a big that, – that's big. That's, that's huge. That's a bargain for him seven price is over 10 yeah i guess it's not 10 but still like he's also almost 40 years old too right yeah but dude chicago's gonna be sick dude they got the doc brothers now they got the jones brothers they got freaking fucking captain Sirius is coming back they still got kane now they got mark andre Fleury. like they're gonna be good dude they're gonna be real good and they're getting some youth too that's what's gonna be nice for them too I can't wait to see those Doc brothers together. I guess those guys are unreal. Yeah. Well, well uh, Kirby, we know, right? He played World uh, Juniors there. Um, another one that kind of popped out at me was the uh, the Ryan Reeves. Did you see that one? So oh, Ryan, York. yeah, he went to the Rangers in exchange for a third-round pick. Well, <laughs> Oh, and by the way, he doesn't get a lot of ice time. Like, no, you know, he's, he's not like Matt Martin ice time. So, no, no, no I, you're... I, I can see that for a third round pick. You mm-hmm. know, he is the toughest in the NHL. I would say yeah. he's down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. also, nobody tougher than Chara either. So, also, fun fact like, everybody's always looking forward to that Washington Rangers now, right? Because of the whole Wilson thing. Those two meet. Those two teams meet opening night, October thirteenth. That's awesome. I'm watching. That. <laughs> but Chara is, Chara is an unrestricted free agent still, right? Still nobody, not signed. Nobody's grabbed him. Still not signed. Krejci went back home to play. Did you see that? That's crazy. Fourteen years in the NHL and, and Don, or fourteen it, years with Boston. I can't believe and I can't believe nobody signed him. Maybe how did nobody much. sign him? I don't know. I, maybe he wanted too much, right? Yeah, but if, I, if I'm like freaking Iserman or something, like, hey, like, you know, we'll sign you on a couple mil, one-year deal, come in, work with some of these kids, play in the league. You know what I mean? He still got it. Well, I'll, I'll just let you keep going because uh, Iserman's been picking apart Tampa Bay. Oh, my God. I, I know. I was just actually going to go to that, actually. Yeah, he's been he's pulled a couple things over. I know he pulled over some draft picks. Then uh, Mitchell Stevens came over for a six round pick. Um, I think he's just like a heart and soul type guy. I believe with him, but yeah, he has been. You're right on that. Iserman's been active, but he's been like a sneaky kind of active. Like <laughs> you notice that, like you don't hear much about it, but then like when you see it, you're like, oh, like when the fuck did that go down? Iserman's doing. Uh, well, he built that team there, right? Yeah. So he knows those guys who he wants to uh, bring bring to Detroit. So mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, he's doing some crazy things, but they switched around. Honesty wasn't Tampa a fire sale? Like, holy fuck, everybody's leaving. Well, yeah. Well, they can't really afford. Like, you know what I mean? If everybody's healthy, like, 
everybody's yeah. always 18 mil over the cap. Well, whatever. But if they're, if everybody's healthy, then <laughs> got to get rid of something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and it's a flat, it's a flat cap too. Right. The cap, the cap don't change next year. So they got to keep the same fucking salary cap. Yeah. Well, what's his name being hurt and then coming in in the playoffs mm-hmm. didn't fucking hurt them at all, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, fucking Kucherov. Kucherov, yeah. Yeah, and then led led playoff scoring. <laughs> didn't all didn't, year off. Yeah, didn't <laughs> didn't play. I don't I don't think he maybe played a couple at the end, but that was about it. But think about that, right? So. That guy sits out all year and they say how hard it is to pick back up and, and catch up. Like when, when guys are holdouts or mm-hmm. whatever for, for half the season, like Nylander. Nylander yeah. was so far behind everybody till it got to the playoffs. And then he was still trying to catch up. Kucherov comes in and what is it scoring title? Like, I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's nuts, man. <laughs> like, didn't he lead the playoff in points? Yeah. Yeah. So He's a freak, dude. Complete freak, that guy nuts. Um, some of the signings too, like everybody was like seeing what Ryan Getzlaff would do, and he re up to he's gonna stay in Anaheim. He got a one year deal there, so he's staying there. Um, I was trying to look kind of through just to see what kind of signings popped out at me. Here's one that kind of jumped out at me. The freaking Felino signing and freaking Boston. Boston. We didn't really get into it. Did you see how much they're paying them? They're paying them like between three and four million dollars, I think, a year. Wow. So, I'm fucking telling you, dude, it's nuts. Here, I'm trying to find his contract. But it was it was way higher than that when he went yeah. to Toronto, right? It was like I don't Fine. know. He's getting three point eight a year in Boston for two years, so he's making like seven point six. You know what I mean? That's pretty pricey for him. That's a little bit of an overpayment. They like, what do you think about him? Like, do you think, do you think he's worth that much? Like, what would you have went on him at? When he played for Toronto? No, I didn't, but he only played for Toronto for a small stint. And I, I barely even noticed him, you know, but. So, I mean, that's pretty, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for like, you know what I mean? For kind of like a, what, a, an all third to fourth line guy. Oh, I don't know. He's a second line guy. I, I would put him on the second line. Mm. Yeah. Throw him with like Hall or I, something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. He protect Hall. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of flipping through some of the ones here. He's just like the his one. Pop. He, he, he don't mind throwing the dupes. Mm-hmm. That's Corey Perry. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, line A re-upped in Columbus as well, which I kind of thought that that was coming. Right? Yep. And also, Ryan Suter and Braden Holtby. Well, he, he re-upped. If you don't mind me interrupting, I apologize. Uh, yeah. It, he re-upped because um, Torch is out, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Torts got hired by ESPN to be an analyst. Really? 
Yep. So oh, he's uh, he's he's doing the analyst thing now. Well, he'd be good at that. Absolutely, and he'll tell everybody how bad they are. Because remember, he he was an analyst. Uh, I don't know if it was with TSN or uh, Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. But he was doing that too when he went back in into Columbus. Shit, I never even knew that. Yeah, because, uh, you know, he says how it is. And and I think mm-hmm. a lot of these kids need that kick in the ass. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not even going to go to Toronto about it. <laughs> um, Fucking Dallas, too, signed. They got Braden Holpe. They signed Ryan Suter. Luke Glendenning. Um, I don't know. They, they made a couple nice little signings there. On the Red Wings, re-upped Mr. Bertuzzi on a two-year deal. I was hoping that that, that, that was going to happen just because, like, he, I love him. I love his style of play. He's one of those guys. He'll score a little bit. He'll set up. He hits. He How fights. How much was so. that for? Uh, Bertuzzi got a two-year deal, and it was – uh trying to think what it was here i'm looking here real quick i think he's like between three and four million a year i want to say you think, think he's, he's right in that? that range huh you think he's worth three million dollars yeah really yeah you watch him more than i do i don't yeah he's uh he's he's a he's a little bit of a thorn in in, in everybody's side right so it's kind of nice to have those guys around and then also Sam Gagne went on went in with a one year deal to lash off resigned as well. So we still got a couple guys that are UFAs, but it's not anybody that's crazy crazy. But I'm looking Jacob Vrana is one of the ones that's a free agent right now. But I think he's going to arbitration. So, but he's would want he'd be one I would like to see sign. And Bobby Ryan, I'd like to see Bobby Ryan sign there again too because he was pretty good for the most. Well, he was a little slow towards the end. He started hot, but he's a nice veteran guy. Did we talk about Zach Hyman on on his deal at all? Like what he got? Because we knew that he was going to the Oilers, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he signed a seven year deal. And I'm pretty sure he got like $8 million or something like that, didn't he? I think it was uh, he got five. Or was it five something? I know he got a big ticket. I had it here. I had it here for a second. Because I was so disgusted <laughs> with the Leafs. For not signing them. No, eh? like, like, they keep fucking pissing me off. Hmm. And that guy was the heart and soul. Honest to God, he was the heart and soul of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought Kadri was, but when I seen Zach Hyman drop the gloves and stick up for guys, like I, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I am looking it up here, but you can carry on. And it was as soon as I find it, I'll we'll, uh, I'll let so, you know what he's getting. So. Montour read or re-upped in Florida on a three-year deal. I'm ju- I'm just kind of letting everybody know kind of who signed where, and we're not going to get into it into what the deals are because Montour, it, or Montador, Montour, Montour, 
Montoria. Because we'd be sitting here for a week if we went over all the deals. There was over 240 signings. There was over like a billion dollars spent too. And free That's the guys that can't even say their names. Yeah. Um so Athanasiu, Edler, and that guy from Montreal, they let walk. Fuck it. Oh, I can't believe they let the no walk. They let the no walk. And then he signed a six-year deal in fucking LA. Six year, 33 million. Jesus. Did it? Can't believe Did it. Did leave too? No, he's still there, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's still there. But I was like, man, could not believe it. I was just like, wow. They just let that man walk, and it was like, fuck. Not good. Um, I'm not sure I understand that. Yeah, I don't either. There's a couple the like thing. Nobody wants to play in Canada. You have to pay too many fucking taxes. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. You know, and if, you, if you get a chance to, to, to bolt, bolt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Dude. I'm just going through all these things and, and I just seen, uh, what about Holtby? Didn't we just talk about him? Oh, is that what you said? It was Holtby? <laughs> that was. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I, just, I just keep refreshing myself. <laughs> you want to know who is, uh, like, the Hab signed a couple, like, they signed, like, a couple former, like, Lightning guys, too, didn't they? And they got, yes. and they signed Hoffman on a three-year deal, too, right? How do you think that one will work out? Do you think that could be trouble in the room, or do you think that that was, like, a one-shot deal? You think that was just a one-time mix-up? I don't know. I, I don't think so. You don't, you don't fuck around like that. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, I think he's a troubled person and mm-hmm. well, well, he got 36 points in 52 games last year. So, well, it's nothing to say that the guy's not a great hockey player. Mm-hmm. It's just what antics does he bring into the room? I think that was something between their wives. Wasn't it? Yeah. But straight. I think it was something between their wives. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And then uh, the Habs got pocket. They got Hoffman Savard on a four year deal, four year, 14 million. He was a big piece for the lightning and their Stanley cup win. So Montreal's looking good too, man. Price is going to be ready too. like, whew, it's going to get interesting. Montreal's going to be stocked. Yeah, Montreal's going to be did, sick. Did you mention uh, Mark Stahl getting ex- an extension out of uh, Detroit? Yes, actually, I don't. I don't know if we did last week, but yes, he did re up on a one year deal. I'm not sure what it was. It was like a couple million bucks oh, or something okay. like that. But yeah, so he's kind of good to have back with some of these younger kids coming up through the system, right? It'll be nice to have a guy like him and Letty and guys like that, right? So that's going right. to make it nice for, sure. for those younger guys coming in, 100. percent You've got to have the veterans in there. You've got to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Should I, we I'm uh, still worried? About, I wonder what, what's going to happen to Thornton. Do you think anybody's going to pick him up or is he going to go back to. I seen a thing. I seen a thing he today. Didn't... He was skating overseas. Yeah. So well, he, I think he's just staying fresh for. To see. I don't know. Right. Maybe he's going to play over there. 
Who right, knows? I'm done looking for it. I couldn't find it. Fuck. Who knows? It's all good. I think he was he was in the five to six million dollar range, I believe. If yeah. I if well, I can remember. Arthur, wait a minute. They they picked up. Didn't Toronto pick up um, the guy from Boston? Richie. Richie, and, and they're paying him five point five. Yeah, that's going to be an uh, that's a nice piece, though, man. That's a real nice piece. Well, if you don't, if you if you don't have Hyman, if Hyman's gone, whatever, he's out of the picture, gone. It's a nice signing, man. He's that breaks be, my fucking heart. Why he's going to be sweet for them. So what we'll do before we actually continue on with all the some of the free agent talk, because there's more. We only got through about half the league. Um, we should probably just flip over to our interview, eh? So we got absolute beauty on here for us. The good part about this interview is not only did he play for the 73s, he was a pro football player as well. He played in the NFL, CFL, here for the for our threes here in town. So we got Ed Filion on with us today. So I want everybody enjoy the interview. Here he is, Ed Filion. Roll it. Delta. Ladies and gentlemen, this next man on here with us played just 40, I think it was 42, 43 games here in Essex. And the late, I think he was 87, 88, he was here, I believe it was around that time. He recorded, yeah. yeah, he recorded 10 goals, 13 assists, 23 points, 144 penalty minutes in 42 <laughs> games. Might have fought, might have fought a couple times. Uh, he actually then went on to have a pretty extensive football career as well so let's welcome to the show ed Philion. please tell me i said that right you did man you did it took it took 51 years but somebody got it right oh my god <laughs> thank you i was watching highlights and i heard them say it like 10 different times i'm like how the fuck am i supposed to say this guy's name right uh, i'm in the right province too in quebec they can pronounce it it's a, it's a french last name so they get it right over there oh yeah <laughs> of course right so what's up man how's it going good man just uh sitting here uh my wife and i came up to wasaga beach we're just in windsor visiting my uh my uh, family and then uh we stopped here for a couple of days and, and heading back to montreal uh at the end of the week oh nice yeah nice little r and r what's that now nice little r and r yeah, exactly. Exactly. We start uh, our football season. I'm with Concordia now. Uh, I'm the defensive coordinator at Concordia. So we start back up August 1st after having last year off, obviously, with COVID and, and everything going down there. So uh, just getting the last little bit of holidays in and then it's uh, it's football time. Oh, yeah. Where's where's Concordia? Concordia is right in, in Montreal. It's the uh, it's the west. It's kind of the west end of Montreal. It's uh, McGill and Concordia are the two English schools in Quebec. Oh, okay. Yeah, we play Laval. We play University of Montreal, Sherbrooke, uh, McGill, and ourselves. Nice. Are you are you fluent in French now too? No, not How at you all. There so long? <laughs> not at all. No, I put I butcher it all the time. Yeah. The, the swear words they bet though, eh? Yeah, yeah. I got ST and Tabanac down. I'm good. <laughs> you sounded French too when you said it. <laughs> So you actually grew up a Windsor boy, right? Yes, I did. I'm actually from a small town called Essex, just outside of Windsor. Yeah, that's yeah. That's where I went to high school there. Yeah, correct. Oh, you went to high school in 
Essex, you said? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah grew up, he grew up here. Okay, well, I'm just looking because it said, like, Windsor, everything. So I just want to make sure I'm hitting all the bags here. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if, if you go on his bio and stuff like that, they, they're just going to say Windsor because Windsor's known because it's right across the river, yeah. right? He says Essex. They're going to go, where the fuck is that? <laughs> a lot of cornfields. A lot of cornfields. Yeah. So you obviously played, like, hockey out here, right? Obviously. Yeah, I played uh... – the. I played up until I was 17. I, my, my, uh, when I was 16, I was playing with the threes, which you, uh, intro in the beginning with the 43 games. And then basically my, my second year, uh, I went out for the uh, Windsor Bulldogs at the time. And, uh, basically what we did, we had training camp in August. I think it was late August, early September. And, uh, I, I was supposed to go to an exhibition game to try to make the, the team. I ended up going to a party instead. <laughs> so I go, I go back the next week or the next practice to go in there. The coach is looking at me. He says, where were you the other day? I said, well, uh, things came up and he goes, that's exactly what we're trying to avoid here. We're trying to build something special <laughs> and that is not going to cut it for us. That surprises that, me. That you were at a party. Yeah. I, you know what? At that point I was playing football at the same time. So I'm like, you know what? Football is my calling anyways. Oh Yeah. So did you did you grow up Ed, playing all like uh, minor hockey here as well? Yeah, I did. I did. I played baseball, uh, a little bit of soccer early on, and then uh, and then football. I I, I started uh, grade ten. I played. Uh, we didn't have a team. We didn't have a senior team. Grade eleven. Then I played grade twelve and thirteen at uh, Essex uh, Essex High School with the Red Raiders. Mm -hmm. They always have good sports teams here in Essex. They do, man. I, you know what? I always say for for the size of the uh, the, the the county and everything, the, the top talent uh, in in Canada, you know, per capita probably comes from this area. You know, whether it's whether it's hockey, uh, football. There's a lot of guys in the NFL and CFL that have come through here. A lot of hockey guys, as you know, and uh, and we got a few baseball guys here and there. Stubby Clap, who had a yeah. real good career baseball wise as a manager and as a player. He he's from this area as well. Mm -hmm. did he uh he also played for the bulldogs as well i i got a good story about stuff actually it was funny we were, i was talking with my dad the other day and, uh we were, my brother was playing my younger brother i got a brother that's uh, four years younger than i and he was playing in a game and stubby was coaching the team and uh he got into it with somebody at first base he was a first baseman at the time and so he got into it where i think he got thrown out and, and the guy that uh, was on first base uh got thrown out and uh, so me and stubby stubby was coaching the other team so i started speaking up and and uh, stubby started uh, talking and uh before you know it he pulls a baseball bat out of his bag <laughs> you know and that's what i said hey you went on this one man you got the bat i'm good <laughs> <laughs> hey he was a little dude man he was like He's probably about five eight, but uh, yeah, it was it was hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a little crazy. We're, we're yeah, hoping to get him on the show. Please tell me you're not a Leafs fan, are you? I am. Oh, I know my I'm fucking Leafs fan. That's a tortured life, man. I live <laughs> <a> tortured life. <laughs> Look at Rob over there. He like flipped his sign because they just bummed him out. He was he was done with it. I had to. I don't, I don't blame you, man. I, I was about to tap out after after especially in montreal you know i'm a leaf fan in montreal 
it's hard enough as it is. And then uh, for them to go up three, one, and then, then lose to Montreal who barely got in. Uh, I don't know, man. It, I lost the, it, it cut me deep there. <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah. I, I cried. I cried. <laughs> That's nuts, man. Hey, so what, um, was it like when just like leading up to your first game here in Essex, like, was there nerves? Was there anything like that? Or were you just ripped and ready to roar? You know what? It was, I think I was just starting to bloom as a, as a hockey player. I would have never been a, a goal scorer. I would have had to make my way obviously uh, fighting and, uh, you know, at 16, you know, at, at that, at that time, I think it's still the same as 16 to 20. So, uh, a lot of uh, the guys you're going against, um, you're squaring off with, are, are a lot older. So, uh, I mean, there was obviously some nerves, and we had some crazy coaches, uh, uh, Mike Quinlan, and uh, I can't remember the uh, the other uh, the other coach. And uh, but uh, yeah, I remember times we we were playing. I think it was Moortown, and uh, it was in a playoff series. And and he told us before he said, "Hey, listen, in the warm up." we're going to drop gloves with these, these guys. So we're at Essex and it's sold out. It's, you know, the capacity is probably a thousand. They had probably 1500 in the rink and, uh, and uh, we're doing, you know, we're doing the warm up. So we're going on our half and they're going on their half. And Lee Jones, I remember it. Our, first of all, our coach said, Hey, in the warm ups, we're going. So everybody taped up their, their chin straps uh, a little tighter, right? I put tape on mine and the, mine wasn't coming off. So, <laughs> Lee Jones is, you know, doing the skate around and all of a sudden he just tees off on somebody coming the other way on the other side. And it was just a old Donnie Brook. And, you know, I think Colin Danes, I don't know if you guys remember Colin Danes. Yeah. Um, his parents live right, his, his mom lives right behind me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he, yeah. you know, he's an Olympic wrestler and he's holding one guy over the fence. I'm, uh, he's over the glass holding somebody as I'm giving it to him. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. One of the one of the dirty things I used to do with my strap there is we used to put a a little nut and a bolt through it and then tape it. Yeah, let's see you get that off. That's that's dirty pool. (laughs) But yeah, man, you were never getting your helmets off. No doubt. (laughs) Now, now leading up to you playing for the threes, how how did that go? Like, how did you how did you get asked to come out or or? You know what? I, I really can't remember that far as far as how, how that went down. But I know, uh, you know, like I said, I started to because I was always like a, a fringe guy making the, the travel teams. And then, you know, I sort of kind of grew into into my size. And we had we had the Cantlin brothers at that time, uh, Dave and uh, Dave and Jeff and Jeff, I think, was Jeff ended up or Jeff or Dave ended up playing uh, in the OHL. But he was a six four you know, Jeff yeah. Uh, okay. Jeff Crowley. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, uh Cantlin. So, uh, him and his brother, we, we had a big squad, you know, and, uh, so, um, I knew what my role was and, uh, you know, uh, I guess I enjoyed it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, too, and, uh, Jeff was quite the animal too, right? Who's that? Jeff. Jeff was quite the animal. Oh, Can't watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they He's were, a big they, man. Yeah, they were tough kids, and and that's how he made his uh, his way through the OHL. Same thing, you know, mm. dropping the gloves. Yeah, were like you always like this size, or did you just kind of sprout up at like a whatever I think that, age? Yeah, my 
uh, my uh, freshman and, and sophomore year. So my, uh, my first and second year of high school, I think that's where I started going through a growth spurt. And uh, I think. Got tall and skinny. Yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, tall and skinny at the time. And then I think when I went, ended up going to Ferris, I was basically 20 years old at the time. I was probably 235 going in my first year at, at 20 years old playing football. So, um, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I went through a growth spurt a little later. Yes. Now, what, what, what was it like getting uh, Don uh, the orange and black for your first time? It was, you know what? It's now, like, I, I go to the games. Like when I come down and, and visit my, uh, my parents, I, I go watch the games now. And it's, uh, um, I, I think it's a little more, uh, uh, more of a following. I, I think back then we were just sort of established, you know, establishing ourselves. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, that's, that's the team you wanted to play for. Uh, you grew up, you know, going to these games when you were a kid. And, uh, and then when you got to a certain age, that's kind of what you as aspire to is, is playing at that level. So, you know, mm -hmm. I was thrilled, obviously, uh, when I made the team. I, you know what? I was a little disappointed after because my, uh, my midget draft year, I didn't get drafted and I thought I would. And that was, a, you know, uh, kind of another factor that, that made me decide to move on and, and, uh, and take up. Uh, football full time is when I didn't get drafted in the uh, OHL draft. Mm -hmm. Now, how did that go down? Because you you had a chance at sixteen, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I did, and I thought maybe I'd be a late round pick, but uh, it never really, it re never really happened. So it was, uh, and, and then like I said, I I tried out for the Bulldogs the next year, thinking maybe go the scholarship route or something like that. I knew I I wanted to uh, go to the states at some, you know. At, at some point and uh you know it's it's just uh, it ended up being football well yeah nice. guy your size too fuck why not well so so ferris ferris you said you went to ferris state yes yeah so they they got a pretty good hockey program there as well too don't they there's a lot yeah. of kids from around here that end up going there yeah we had uh, john gruden dave carper were two guys that when i was going to school ended up playing signing pro deals and playing in the uh, nhl for a few years each um, they, I think about maybe six, seven years ago, they were in the, uh, frozen four, uh, their division, division one, um, uh, hockey program, division two football program. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they got, they got a good team. Actually, I, uh, when my son went down, he's, he's actually there now playing football, my, my middle son. So, uh, we went down on his recruiting trip and the head coach, Bob Daniels, still the hockey guy there. He, he's still the head coach there. And, uh, you know, they've, They've, they've been on lean uh, times the last little bit, but uh, for a time there, they, they, they've uh, had some good teams. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Oh, Ferris State, though. So did you go there on a full ride? I don't know Actually, if you, like, said it and I, like, missed it. I'd... Yeah, no, my first year is uh, my first year is basically a half of a scholarship. And then my second year, they gave me three quarters because I started my freshman year. And then my last two years was a full scholarship. So, oh, okay. yeah, Division Two is a little different. D1 programs like Michigan, Eastern Michigan, uh, Western Michigan, they, they offer full rides. But Division Two, they only allow a certain number of them. So they kind of try to divide them up. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you do have some success, you can, you know, ask for a little bit more. Mm -hmm. hmm. So did you ask for more? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no money so it was uh it was more out of necessity than uh 
than anything else. Mm -hmm. Now you grew up just down the road from the Garon boys, right? Yeah, Danny and uh, Joe. Yeah. Joe. And did yeah. you did you get into uh, many uh, road hockey games there? Hey, we we played a ton. We there was a guy, uh, I think it was Jim or Joe Reno. Yeah. And he used to build a rink. His dad used to build a rink in his backyard every year. And it's funny because Joe's now, I guess he's an MP or he's a counselor yep. for Essex. So he would uh, he would actually keep track of stats. So we had teams and uh, he'd keep goals, assists, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, so still I know he's, <laughs> yeah, he's still a big part of the threes right now. And uh, he was doing it way back then. Yeah, he, he, he just remembers everything, you know. He just right. loved doing that stuff. And then Joe just had to know, right? Right. So anytime I get somebody from Essex that played for the threes, I always give him a shout. And he usually gives me a pretty good uh, lineup on it. Yeah, Joe was pretty good back in the day, too, as a goalie. Oh, yeah. 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 But then yeah, but, uh, uh, once yeah. once he stopped playing goal, he, he started playing out. And he was a pretty good skater, too. Really, eh? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. him and I think it was Dave uh, Gagnon. Yep. who ended up playing for the uh, for the Red Wings. Yep. yep. They, they were our, they were our goalies. Man, yeah, I played ball with both of them. Gagne was a great first baseman. <laughs> Nothing got by him. Oh, yeah, he's a goalie, for fuck's sakes. What's yeah. going to get by him? Yeah. Those guys yeah. fire their legs, everything in front of it. They're nuts. He had good size, too, I think, as a goalie. Yeah, he was kind of tall on the taller yeah. side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rob, are we going into – football with them now or do you want do you have a few more like hockey things well i, I just wanted to know like because i know back then um th there was a lot of fighting in in hockey oh. when you were playing with the threes well obviously you had you know 60 uh 60 penalty minutes what was uh what was one of the most exciting hey rob it was 143 i'm oh, sorry one, yeah. but the one year you had Don't uh, tell me short on 60 my minutes card. 60 yeah. and in only 10 games yeah 60 that's minutes. what it was that's what it was um but uh like what was one of the most exciting uh games you got to you got to play here in town you know like i said when we got to the playoffs and we got deep into the rounds i know uh we lost the hanover i think it was in the quarters of semifinals the provincial semifinals um and uh, i mean we'd have full barns like i said a thousand capacity but we'd put 1500 and they'd be in the old uh, Essex Arena, they'd be sitting on on the very top uh, of the arena, and uh, yeah, it, it, the atmosphere in that that place was great. And uh, you know, I also I had a picture in my wallet that I used to keep for the longest time, and it, it was we were playing Leamington, and it was a bench clearing brawl, and you can see that when they took a, a, a snap of the picture, you have both benches because the benches. Uh, we're side by side with no glass in between and you see sticks being uh you know wielded and uh, yeah it was it was no holds barred back then it was it was such a slap shot days you know what i mean it like was. you said lee jones crossing over the line and dummying somebody and then it's on yeah yeah that's so awesome that's back when hockey was fun yeah that's yeah, crazy now it's uh you can't really uh touch anybody right now soft no i yeah. like football <laughs> I, I guess you know what if they're if, if the reason they're doing it is to protect people's brains I, i'm all for it because uh, you know i i do think there's something to be said about that stuff and you know it's unfortunate it, 
it takes a part of the game that, you know, a lot of us like, but at the end of the day, you know, I don't know how many instances we've seen in hockey where those type of guys take their life or, or, or their careers or their lives and, and shorter than normal because of, you know, because of fighting. So, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you want to take care of the players. I understand it, but as a fan, obviously, you know, we all like seeing that part of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't see too many people sitting down when there's a fight going on, right? No, no. It, it, I mean, uh, you remember those Colorado Detroit days. I mean, that those barns were, were packed. I remember, you know, Quebec, Montreal and, and, uh, you know, Broad Street Bullies, when I first started getting into the hockey, I was, you know, maybe six, seven, and they were ruling in the seventies and, you know, and then you had the Islanders had to go on their streak and then the Oilers. So, uh, it was uh, it was tough. Uh, it was tough man's hockey back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. We we can go into football now. It. All right. I was just just wanted to like make sure that we stayed there and then moved on, kind yeah. of keep yeah. keep everything in order. So ninety four, you were actually drafted and you went eleventh overall, right, with Calgary. Calgary. So yeah. Did you know that it would be them, or were you in talks with like several teams? Like, how did all that go down? No, it was uh, actually they they flew six of us. This is back in '94. They flew six of us uh, for the CFL draft out to Vancouver, and it was it was crazy because the uh, the other five guys that I went went one through five, and then I ended up going to eleven. So there were six of us. The first five guys went in front of me, and I, and I ended up going to eleventh uh, Calgary. They had three picks in that round, and. Uh, and so they, yeah, they took me with the eleventh, eleventh uh, overall pick. Oh, nice. Yeah, I never ended up playing for Calgary. It was uh, after after uh, finishing up in, in the NFL. Uh, so I graduated '94. I was a free agent. I signed up a, a free agent contract with Buffalo Bills. Yeah. In '94, and then by the time I ended up coming to the CFL in '99, um, we had just started a family, and uh, I didn't want to move all the way out west. My wife's. Uh, uh, family was in buffalo area so we wanted to stay on the east coast so uh we asked wally for a trade um and then he would he uh he traded me to montreal and uh you know the rest is history i spent eight years there finished my uh, CFL career off there now was it true that you were uh four years in a row uh dirtiest football player in the cfl <laughs> I don't, I don't know Rob who told you that. <laughs> I loved hearing it every time. <laughs> he is the dirtiest player in the CFL for a reason. Hey man, it was all about winning football games, whatever it took to win games. Yeah. You know what? I, I think a lot of that comes from the hockey uh background. You know, how, how you play uh how you play football, a lot of it uh, uh crosses over. Um, you know, how I played hockey, how I played football, same thing. Mm-hmm. And just so yeah. you know, Rob, too, he was also a four-time All-Star in the CFL, too, when he played with Montreal. Yeah. Wow. All-Star. Yeah. I, I like the dirtiest <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just All-Star. putting that out there. He did that, too. So, <laughs> Look at Ant buttering you up, eh? No, I just looked him up. I was just looking up his stuff, and I'm like, wow, he was a four-time All-Star. He did it four years in a row with Montreal. Well, yeah, he had an incredible career. Tiger, all you got is those memories anyway, so keep them coming. <laughs> now did uh did you get any snaps with in in the nfl at all or yeah yeah, yeah i did see i for the most part i was always on the active roster so they 
basically they have a 53 man active roster and then they have a practice roster. I was always on the active roster and I was always the guy that, so basically what they do is 46 players in the NFL can dress each game when I was playing. And there was 53 on that active roster. So there were seven each week that would be inactive for the games. And on Friday, the games were Sunday on Friday, they let four guys know they were inactive. And then there was three others. They let know, uh, I think it was an hour or two before the game. So I always had to make every road trip, um, you know, do the warmups and, uh, you know, if nobody got hurt in the warmup or was sick or whatever, you know, I was always the guy that was inactive, uh, uh, when the game started. So, uh, but I did, uh, um, Christmas, well, my first year, my, uh, rookie season, I played the first three games of the, the year, uh, the starter had shoulder surgery. So when he came back, um, I was the backup. So, uh, the, 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 the regular backup was the starter. So I played those three games. And then when the starter, the real starter came back, the backup got bumped back and I got bumped back as well. So, um, I got to play in a playoff game in, uh, 96, we played the Steelers in Pittsburgh in the uh, second round of the playoffs. Um, Bruce Smith actually was, uh, once again, I made the trip and uh, he, he was sick. He came down with a fever of 103. He didn't play in that game, so I got the dress. Jesus. I'd be nervous as all how cool was that? <laughs> I, what's crazy about it is in, in that game, so we were down by two touchdowns and then we ended up, we, we got a rally we put a rally together. We had scored a touchdown. Then, so now we're on defense. We have them third and seven backed up in their, uh, in their zone. And, uh, so if we get off the field, we got the momentum because we had just scored. If we get this defensive stop, then, you know, maybe our offense gets the ball again to go on and score. Mm-hmm. So we're, I get put in the game and we run a stunt, uh, Phil Hansen and myself, Phil played, you know, 10 years, I think with Buffalo and we ran it perfect, came clean. And Neil O'Donnell was the quarterback, was third and seven. And uh, he just, we ran this stunt. I come clean and I hit him, but he just gets rid of the football just just after or just before I hit him. So it's a bang, bang play. They get the first down. Their, their tight end, I think, makes, makes a great catch, gets the first down. They continue on. They go score and the game's over. But talk about a game of inches, you know, it's the difference between if I make that play, especially in a playoff game where everybody else is watching the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's always a game of inches. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time uh, in the NFL when I was there. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a far cry from uh, 1500 at the uh, Essex barn to uh, the, the stadium. Eh? <laughs> yeah. We had my first, uh, my first game it was a Monday night football game in the exhibition season, I think, and we still had 60,000. It was exhibition first for 60,000 at, uh, at Rich Stadium at the time. I don't know if you guys have been able to see a game there in Buffalo, but it, it holds 80,000, but you get 60,000 in there and it gets pretty loud. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a great experience, especially I went to a small school. So we maybe had five, five, 6,000 fans at that game. And, to be able to walk into a stadium like that, it, it was quite a thrill. Man, the fans there in Buffalo, a bunch of animals there. The Bills fucking mafia, those guys are nuts. They're crazy, man. Jumping <laughs> off tables. They're I'm nuts. surprised nobody – yeah, I'm surprised uh, a lot more people don't 
seriously get hurt some of the stuff they do they get all liquored up and they're jumping from the top rope off a off an rv onto a, a foldable table. Oh, yeah it's because they're all freaking hammered up they're all like oh, loosey-goosey oh. so when they hit they're just like they just bend to wherever they're hitting <laughs> there's always the drunk guy that never gets hurt <laughs> uh uh, one, one question I forgot to ask you about hockey, um, your rookie party. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh a good time. What, uh, what happened there? Well, it's, uh, I think it was Kevin Miller had the uh, party he had, uh, I think it was above his garage at the time. And uh, Kevin, I kept a couple of years older. So all the rookies came over there and, uh, a few things I can't say, but a few things I can. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was 16 years old. I think I ended up with one less eyebrow and, uh, and, uh, uh, a buzz cut through the middle of my hair, Come on. the middle of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, Joe just sent me something. He's like, ask him about Miller's party. Yeah. Said, uh, his rookie party. And then he also brought up, do you remember Mike, Mike Sievker from the Bell River Canadians? Yes, I do. He yeah, chased you off the ice. He chased me off the ice. What? <laughs> well, Seeker had come down. I think it was, I don't know if it was my first year or my or my second year. Maybe it was probably my first year. So I'm 16. Seeker's 20. He was an overager with the spits. And he was a he was a goon down there. And he come on the ice. And I knew it was me and him. It was at the end of my shift. And he wanted to go. And uh, I think I jumped off the ice just in time. <laughs> well who wants to fight at the end of a shift like fuck that that's right that's right that's my story i'm sticking to it yeah. <laughs> safe it's safe that way that's that's funny, sorry i had to bring that up joe joe just texted me just now oh so did I'm, he yeah i remember yeah. that that's fine well like it's, remember joe remembers everything right that's right got it written down somewhere mm -hmm. oh yeah he's like Essex 73's encyclopedia, that guy. He is for sure. Wow. Hands down. Um, so like uh so what happens so after you are done in, in um uh Buffalo, yep, and you get you get traded to Montreal, correct? No, well basically my uh last year I was with Jacksonville Jaguars, so I had played in NFL Europe in the spring of ninety-eight. Um, so we, uh, we ended up winning the world bowl that year, uh, with the Ryan wow. fire. So basically it was a farm, a farm system for the NFL. So guys that were basically, uh, in my situation, you know, the, 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 the last, uh, part, you know, five guys of the roster, uh, practice roster guys, they would send them to NFL Europe to get the extra seasoning. So I had played a season there had about two weeks off and uh, ended up signing a, a free agent uh, deal with Jacksonville. Uh, right before the last preseason uh, game, I blew up my groin and uh, had hernia surgery. So uh, I was on IR the whole year. Um, basically, nobody wanted to pick me up the next season. So uh, I decided, hey, let's go to Canada. And, you know, I'm from there. Uh, I grew up watching the CFL. Uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to play. Um, you know, I wasn't playing a whole lot in the NFL, so I wanted to play and then ended up, uh, uh, like I said, Calgary had drafted me in 94, but when I came to the CFL in 99, 
I had asked them for a trade and he traded me to, to Montreal. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, so they still had your rights all that time? Yeah. Yeah. Basically they keep your rights. So you got to go a year without a contract or something before you can sign as a free agent somewhere else. So it was, it wasn't a, a year yet. It was basically, you know, six months after. So uh, they had to, they had to work out some sort of trade. Oh, I didn't know so that. was was the reason that you wanted to stay like in this area because your wife and and uh, her family and your family, you know what I mean? It's not that far away, like where Calgary is, like far. That's right. We just we just had our first uh, our first uh, son, so he was I think six months at the time. Um, you know, Montreal's a lot quick uh, closer. It's six hours away from Buffalo, so that's where uh, she's from. Um, so uh, we wanted to stay on the East coast and, uh, we're able to work that out. Mm. Nice. Well, I got, got lucky then. And then you got to play what, how, how, how many years in, uh, in Montreal? Eight years, eight years, eight years. Yeah. Eight years, 99 to 2006. I retired. I was 36 when I retired. It's hmm. a nice long, uh, foot. Like that's a long career for being like out there man like i don't know i always find that guys who play like nfl cfl freaking like just i don't know this i don't really like seeing it but the guys i they just play shorter amount of time just because of the abuse that your body takes playing football right like jumping in those piles after balls whatever like if it's like 10 guys jumping on they're all like bigger and i could never do it man i'd get killed playing football yeah, they, I think the the the, uh, the career is four four years uh, as a pro uh, plan. So you know, I was able to play thirteen. Uh, I was fortunate; I had no major injuries. I think I had a, a scope on uh, on my knee and my shoulder, and that was basically it. So I was fortunate that way to walk away and and uh, be relatively healthy. Mm -hmm. yeah. How are the fingers? Like they're good. They're good. Yeah. They're all. They're all jammed up, but they're. Because uh, that's good. that's one of the main things, right? Having to grab onto shoulder pads and whatever, right? Oh yeah, you're always, you know, you're always jamming and dislocating your fingers, and I mean, you're taping your hand, your fingers together to, you know, to try to, you know, a buddy system with your hands. And, I mean, your shoulders take a beating, your back, it's, uh, you know, even your head. I mean, it, on the line, you're always there's always that contact on every play. You know, defensive backs. Uh, receivers, I think they have bigger collisions, you know, mm -hmm. because the impact that they're, they're traveling, you know, from distances and they're hitting each other where we're, we're a little closer together, but that contact is just on every play, whether it's in the run game or, or, uh, you know, trying to rush the passer. Has yeah, like, like Rams, right? You're like, you're right in there, bang, like your heads are just knocking every time. Whether right. it's getting somebody from this side, you know, in your ear hole or whatever, right? So yeah. Up on the line, inside and the interior, getting it from all different angles. Has did you ever watch that movie Concussion? Yeah, I did. That was crazy, eh? Like, I, I, I didn't want my son to play football after that. As soon as I saw that movie, I was like, wow. You know what? I, I do like what they're doing now. They're, they, see, when, when I was playing, we'd, we'd have, you know, two, three-hour practices in two-a-days for six weeks. So, you know, you're six hours a day on the field, and you were smashing you, you had the full full equipment all the time. So now what they've done, once this movie came out, they, they limited the contact throughout the week. So I think you're to only allow one padded practice a week 
you, you and uh, in training camp, you can't have two days in a row of double days, two practices a day. So what they're doing is trying to take care of the players. But yeah, back in the day and even before I, I played, I mean, it was uh, uh, the toll it took. I mean, it was uh, it was tough on the players. And you, you see, hey, I've been in situations. It was funny in Jacksonville. Uh, we're in a preseason game. I, I forget where we're playing. I think it was maybe Kansas City. And uh, we're coming back. And there was our offensive center had a, a big gash on his shin. And uh, and uh, they didn't end up treating him properly. So he ended up getting a staph infection and started and ended up losing part of his leg. Oh, and, shit. Uh, yeah, they misdiagnosed him. And uh, same with me. Like when I, when I uh, uh, tore my groin and had hernia surgery, See, what they did is they brought me in and they, they try to give you an injury settlement, right? Because um, what a lot of players don't know is you can go to a neutral doctor. Uh, you can, but if you go to their doctor, what, what their goal is to try to save money. So what they do is they tell you, okay, this injury is only going to be two weeks long. That way that team's only on the hook for two weeks. If you sign those papers saying, okay, I'm good with it, then it's only two weeks. Uh, you're only going to get paid for two weeks. In my situation, I went to a neutral doctor. He said, hey, it's at least a 12-week injury. But they were doing that to everybody. They were doing it to a lot of players. Like, like in that movie, they, they, they knew or whether they knew or they didn't know, either way, it's, it's negligence. And, uh, and they were misdiagnosing players, putting them out there. And uh, I'm glad they, they ended up, uh, you know, uh, filing a – filing a class action suit for that type of stuff because it was going on all the time that's wow, bullshit that's man crazy. that's a, a multi-bazillion dollar freaking uh game and they're, and they're nickel and diamond fucking guys that that do everything for the sport right yeah like you, you you could end up being in a wheelchair because of this misdiagnosed and they they pop you on the two weeks and they're only on the hook for two weeks and now you're done yeah, and, and the now you're sitting too, in front of a fucking uh, window watching fucking cars drive by. That's it. That's it. And the thing Crazy. is, if they knew if they give you three games. See, you had to get three games to get credited for a season towards your pension. So back then, you had to have four credited seasons. So you had to uh, be active for at least three games in each season. So this was my fourth season. So they wanted to give me just a two-week injury settlement instead of that three-week because they would be on the hook for my pension when mm. I when you turn 55. So they, they knew the game, and uh, they, they've done it to a lot of a lot of players, and uh, and uh, they're still trying to do it. I mean, I'm I'm part of that uh, that settlement as well, and and they continue to move the goalposts and change the rules, and you know it's uh, it's uh, it's it's a mess, and they're trying to you know just kind of be sly go under the table and bring as little attention to that uh, to that settlement as possible that's fucking wow. bullshit it, it, have, have you have you watched sorry go ahead ed yeah just i mean it's like you said it's a billion dollar industry yeah you know so for them that that money for those players you know they should be able to cover that and uh, the fact that they're they're still trying to nickel dime uh, mm. players like i said they've changed the rules now so it, it's a little more player friendly, but for those guys that have played before me and during my time, um, they, they still don't want to, uh, they still don't want to pay those players. That's for the day. 
They should be going back to pay, playing players when it originally started, when they started playing football. You know what I mean? Those guys that, you know, that I can't, I can't get over that just because due to the fact that like, have you, have you watched that rock one? Um, uh, it's, it's a TV series. Young that, rock? No, 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 no. It's a football one, but it's actually everything behind the scenes. Right. And they, they, they moved, uh, the team from Oakland to Vegas before that even happened, like two years before it even happened. And they, they were going to do it. And then he goes into a thing about college, about how college was screwing players over. And now he's doing like the clash action lawsuit going against the NFL, going against the colleges for mm-hmm. all of them taking advantage of these kids. Right. Right. Yeah. So, like it's, it's very, very interesting. I wish I could, uh, Ballers, it's called Ballers. Okay, okay. okay. he's an agent, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was uh, the money guy, like uh, financial advisor for for guys. Okay. So yeah, but it's it's a fantastic series. Like like it's nothing actually about football. You don't watch any football. It's about all the shit that happens behind it, behind the scenes. You know, and like the one part starts out where a guy goes into a bar and he knows that there's football players there. And gets into a fight, and guy has to pay him because he he punched him in the face. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? The, there's these assholes that go do that, right? Yeah. Right. And then you have, and then 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 the uh, the women part about it, and and kids, and oh yeah, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's shady behind the scenes, no doubt about it. Well, hey, it's, it's happened everywhere, right? Even in junior hockey, like you know, like look, look how many people are like girls have come out and like whether it happened or whether it didn't, I fucking know. But saying you know this guy did this, yeah, you know, and then and then the guy's getting drafted into the uh, NHL or whatever, and it could ruin the career. But if he did it, fuck yeah, get, give him the shit that he needs to get, right? You know, yeah. but it's, it's interesting now. You just the. Uh... They just had uh, a ruling for uh, college players. Now they can use their likeness, their name, and their image. Mm-hmm. So basically, what what you're starting to see now is like companies. You know, let's say I don't know. Let's say you Google. You're 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 playing at Stanford, and and you're a big time player at Stanford. Google is able now to use your likeness, your image, and your name, and those kids now can start making money because you think about it, like we said, it's four years if if you make it. So mm-hmm. and of all the uh, college players that play in the u.s and canada there's only one percent that make it to the nfl so a lot of these guys max out in college so now at least they're allowing these kids to make some money in their best earning years for a lot of them it's just going to be college you know not everybody's going to the pros as we said um, but right. uh, yeah, at least they're starting to to give these guys some money mm-hmm. those guys well, too that, can make that's some awesome bank. Yeah, well, think about it. How much money are the colleges making? Tons. Right? Just yeah, as much as probably the NFL. Yeah, it's pretty fucking. Kind of dying here, but. Pretty freaking close, actually. Yeah. Here, while you're actually walking there. So after you were done there, you actually coached for four or five years in the CFL, didn't you? Yeah, I was there six years uh, with uh, with uh, Toronto, um, Edmonton, and, Carolina, or, and uh, Saskatchewan. So you actually 2015 won a Grey Cup, didn't you? Yes, we did with Edmonton. We beat the uh, Ottawa in the Grey Cup. So yeah, that was 2015 with Edmonton. How was it celebrating that? Man, I got a story for you. We uh, <laughs> so 
you know, I was, I was known, uh, uh, for drinking a lot of beer, you know, I enjoy my beer and, uh, enjoy drinking them. And so we're playing in the great cup game and, uh, we, we always have beer in the, in the coaches offices and, and locker rooms after the game. So I go in, we're, we're having the walkthrough. So it's the day before the, the game and, you know, you just going in for basically an hour or so, and you, you go through a walkthrough and just kind of go through the motions and, and just kind of put your final pieces of the plan together and, mm -hmm. So just before I go out there, I see two beers in the uh, two beers in the uh, coach's locker room fridge, and I'm like, "Well, there's seven or eight coaches, and there's only two beers, so I got to make sure I'm quick at getting in there and grabbing those <laughs> before anybody else can." So there's another coach, and they're in on this this little thing they got for me, and uh, he's like, "Hey, man, we got it." So our, our our boss, our head coach, is calling us up, and you know, so I'm sitting. Uh, at the at the edge of the uh, when they call up all the players and coaches I'm sitting at the edge closest to the locker room so I can be the first in there and, and one of the coaches like hey man we got to get in there me too he's uh so we go in and me and him run to the room and uh, we go in the fridge and uh, I think it was uh, they had two Coors lights in there so basically what they did it was cans so they they uh, drilled a hole in the bottom of the cans and uh poured the beer out but left the 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 tops on so it looked like it was full so i go in there to grab them and i'm like shit this is empty and i'm i'm tipping it upside down and and they're standing there with the with the camera laughing their ass off all the coaches <laughs> so yeah it was uh, they got me pretty good there well, we'll we'll have to make sure when you come back down, you give us a shout, and uh, we'll 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 bring you out to uh, the GL Heritage and have some beers out there. Where's that at? That's uh, you know the White Church at the end of Her um, Howard, going towards Amherstburg or okay. Harrow or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yep. okay. right, right, right there. Before you you can see the church, but right before you get to it. Okay, just on the right hand side. Great, yeah, great little place. Yeah. Are they free? Is it uh, is it part of your sponsorship? Well, uh, they are part of our sponsorship. So if you guests. just come, like, hang out with us, like, somewhere, we'll probably have a bunch of beer there, yeah. You'll be rolling with some high rollers, bud. <laughs> I'm in, man. If it's free, it's me. Hey, have, have your favorite have beer, you ever, right? Free? Uh, have you ever, like, thought about trying to get a job in the NFL at all, or? You know what? I've, I've, I got a buddy that's the OC at Cleveland and, uh, you know, I've talked to him. The hours are just crazy. Just crazy. I, I don't want to put those hours. I mean, they're, they're tough enough in the CFL. You're working 12 hour days for seven, seven months out of the year away from your family. Um, like I, I would have to leave if I was coaching in Edmonton. Uh, my home base was uh, in Montreal. Uh, my wife's a school teacher and my kids go to school there. So I couldn't pack them up and leave because, in six years, I was in three different spots. So you're always moving around as a coach. Uh, and just the hours and, and being away from your family is uh, – I was just reading something. Chris Sims uh, worked with the Patriots uh, for a year after he played. He's a – Phil Sims is his dad. But anyways, he's on – he does the NBC uh, uh, network games now. He's a, one of the commentators. But he did it for a year, and he said he saw his, his family uh, four nights – in in the seven or eight months that he uh That's he was nice. a coach there did uh you guys just see like richard sherman got uh charged with something today i've just seen that 
like just before we came on the air, I seen that he was like, he's looking at jail time. Wow. What is it? I forget uh, what it was for. I just seen it real quick before we came on the air. It said Richard Sherman could be facing j- like jail time. It was like some big charges I'm trying to see what it was here. He's, I just he's got a quickly. little weirdness to him, eh? Yeah, he is a little bit of a weirdo. But he, he's a smart guy. He went to Stanford and he's he tops in his class. And uh, you know what, though? I take it with a grain of salt because, like you said, uh, that with with that show ballers there's a lot of shady stuff that goes on behind the scene people get accused of stuff and mm-hmm. it turns out that uh, that's all it is and it was a, and it was a lie and now you've yeah. almost ruined this person's reputation who has worked their ass off to get where they're going and then again like i said if if they if they did do what they say fuck put them in prison i don't care you you deserve what you get Right. right. But if, if, if you're just doing it to make a name for yourself, shame on you, shame on you. And they, and they ruin these, these guys, you know, careers and lives and, and cost yeah. them money. Well, remember Ed Jovanovsky, he went through that here, here in Windsor. Okay. So he, he got accused of something and it, it didn't end up happening the way the, what was reported. Just, is he still around? Does he, is he still around the area? No, 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 I, 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 I'm not sure where he is now. He was just on uh, the Spit and Chicklets episode, and the guy's an awesome guy. We're, we'd love to get him on. And that's what we're doing, right, Ed? We're trying to get everybody that's played hockey around here uh, because, like you said, there's such a mecca of yeah. talent that's come out of this area for the size that it is that, hands down, it's better than anywhere in, in North America. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Also, by the way, it sounds Sherman looked like he was trying to get into somebody's house, by the way, it sounds that the cops found him at like six o'clock in the morning or someone trying to get in somebody's house. So some sort of violence case, they're saying. Wow. So. Wow, <laughs> some guys just, just <laughs> some guys just have the world by the balls and fucking, you know what I mean? Just don't know how to handle it, I guess. Yeah, it brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. <laughs> well, he, can't, he can't say he was doing that we don't know if he was doing that but <laughs> i didn't say that he was doing it this is the lt lt line from uh Waterboy. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. fuck that's funny rob do you have uh do you have anything else for him i'm topped out brother oh i'm i'm good ed i just want to pre- uh, say we how much we appreciate you coming on ed yeah. and uh it's so great uh seeing you again like the last time i think i saw you it was fucking I don't know, 30 years ago at the Lions. Year, year, <laughs> years ago, man. That was good. Those were good times, though. They were, because, you know, it was really cool. You, you were playing in the NFL at that time, and I seen you, and I was meeting a buddy there, and you came over and dropped a picture on our table and said, enjoy the night, boys, and, and it was just, it was awesome. <laughs> it was good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah man, honestly. I, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's, uh, it's nice, man. I enjoyed doing it. Man, when you're in the area, let us know and we'll have some beers. Okay, sounds sounds good, man. All right, boys. Thank you. Thanks, Ed, and good luck uh, on your coaching. All right, man. Take care of yourselves. See you, buddy. Okay. Bye-bye. Later. And there he is, Mr. Ed Filion. Dude. I couldn't believe all the behind the scenes like NFL stuff he was telling us. That was cool, dude. It was really cool. So, so I, I uh, was having a beer with one of his buddies, uh, and uh, 
I sent him a picture of shooting him the finger. <laughs> He's like, you have really cute little hands. <laughs> Got those girlish like hands. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. So that's funny. He's a good funny. guy. He's a really good guy. Yeah. I really, I really love the guy. So big shout out to Ed. Ed, when you're in the area, hit us up. Yeah, we'll definitely have some beers, crush some with your big paws, and yeah. Yeah, we're definitely gonna hang out. So hit us up, Ed. And thank you again I love for the coming interview. on. And then I loved the next guy we had on too. Even uh, not spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he talked about that savage move he did yeah. into the bed. Yeah. Well, no spoiler alert. Just yeah. you're just gonna have to keep Jimmy Superfly style. <laughs> That's what that was. So big, big shout out to Ed. Thanks so um, much, Ed. Did you see Dougie Hamilton signed a seven-year deal? Signed a seven-year, $63 million deal in New Jersey. <laughs> New Why Jersey of all places. And also, um, Jonathan Bernier signed there too as well. He signed a two-year, $8.25 million deal. Bernier. So that'll be okay for them. And he was good for the Red Wings. He had over 900 save percentage. Just the team wasn't very good. They couldn't really score in front of him. Kind of sucked. You want to know who has not signed one person? The Islanders. There's a team that hasn't signed anybody? The Islanders have not signed one person yet. They like their team. Like, holy, like Lou. Yeah, it's Lou, right? And he's like, nope, Mm -hmm. not touching it. Apparently, Toronto is supposed to uh, offer Josh Hosang a pro tryout, eh? Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've seen that somewhere. So, look for that. I was like, oh, I was like, that's kind of interesting. So, that was kind of – hopefully – you know, there's always just – didn't they sign Curtis Gabriel to Toronto? You know what? Let's let's just go to Toronto. Let's just go to Toronto. That sounds right. That sounds right. I'm almost positive they did. I've seen that somewhere. Boston. Yeah. Yeah, that guy too. Curtis Gabriel, he's an animal, that guy, man. He can scrap. Is that the one that – who did he go after? Did he go after Ovechkin? I don't know. He went after – but he was that guy will skate the red line and drool over the red line during the warm-up. Like, he's (laughs) a savage. And he's huge. He's a big boy too, so that could be interesting. Yeah, so the least like Mrazic, what is that? Is that Cash? Is that how they say it with that one guy from Boston there? Cash, I think that's how they say it, right? Yeah. So he signed uh one year 1.25 with the Leafs too. That's gonna be a nice, that's gonna be a nice little signing for them there. Richie won two year, five million dollar deal. So that's a good one too. Mrazic, what do you think about that deal? Did you say two year, $5 million? For which one? Richie? Yep. So now is that $5 million a year or is it split? 2.5 per. Okay, then that's good. Yeah, that's a great deal for him. I thought he was getting five. No, five total. Right, okay. Um, And Marazic got a uh, a three year, 11.4. What do you think of that one? I don't know because I don't know much about Mrazek. I know that he played with Detroit and then mm-hmm. he played with um, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Uh, he, he, 
But but so so Campbell's your number one. I'd let him fight it out. Or maybe Toronto's trying to go to that one one two punch, like kind of like Vegas did. Vegas fucked up big time, big time. They should have never well, let Flurry walk. They had the best one two combo. I was looking at um, the free agents that haven't gone, and I saw McElhaney in there again. Mm-hmm. Like, why doesn't Toronto go get him? He was a starter in Carolina, right? I believe so. Yeah. Right. When Don Cherry, before Don Cherry got fired, talking about you people, mm-hmm. um, he said he could be a starter anywhere. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Carolina becomes a starter, but then he got hurt, right? So I don't know if it's his age or what it is, but mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't know if Campbell is the guy. And he was hurt a couple times this year, right? So I think so, when, yeah. And Mrazek's younger, yes. Right. I believe so. Yeah. I, b- I believe so. Yes. Like under 30, I would think. I think I'm not going to quote that, but maybe right. they're probably, yeah. they're probably around 30. Let's say. Right. Yeah. They're probably right around so that. Yeah. Maybe he's looking at this as an opportunity to become a number one. That's I don't know. very, very possible. I would go with youth. But it didn't seem like he had too much competition in Detroit and they let him go. So. Well, they got, they got grace there right now. And I think with Eiserman drafting that kid too, right? Because he got that drafted a fucking guy in net at 15. And so the Wings had the sixth and the 15th. And one of them was a D guy, I think they they drafted. And he was just monstrosity of a kid. The and then speed, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. And then this yeah. goalie's like 6'4. So yeah. Eiserman likes the big goalies too, man. Yeah. Also, too, another one that kind of stood out to me was. Remember the whole like Yandel shit that was going on last year? Keith Yandel, where the brother they were going to healthy scratch and this and that. He he signed in Philly. He signed a Philly signed in Philly one year deal nine hundred thousand. You think that's a bargain for a guy that's in the lineup every single night? He's never hurt. He's not. I, I don't understand this. I don't understand the whole Keith Yandel thing. You've played that long mm-hmm. for this long. And mm-hmm. now you're, they're wanting a healthy scratch. Yeah. They're wanting to, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't either, man. I don't either. So we're, we're not going to, we're going to, we're done with that. We're done boring you guys. Did you, let's move on. Did you see you, we were just shooting the shit off the of air a little bit. The Evander Kane stuff. What is going, I don't even know where to start reading when it comes to this. Yeah. Like if he could be in some fucking serious trouble. Well, his wife is saying all kinds of shit about him gambling on his own games. Yeah. Well, if it is, he's that's not. Trouble. He's not that's very Pete good. Rose shit. Yeah, that is, man. You get. Yeah, that's banned. Bye. Like, have have a nice. No questions asked. Right. I I don't know. I don't know the whole story. And, and but they said it's uh, the inquiry will be done before um, the, the beginning of the season. Yeah. And they said too, you got to go through camp with all this shit over, over top of your head. Right. I don't think they're going to let him go into camp if they're still investigating it. Well, apparently they tried trading him too and no teams wanted him. Well, cause he's got to look what's fucking following him around. He's got a fucking cloud following him. You know what I mean? Like everywhere. It's the thing he was, he's been on, he's been that guy. Apparently he was making like, 
he owes a bunch of money in Vegas too, I guess. He owes a bunch of money everywhere. And I guess it was like he was trying to go for like those long shot bets and he was betting like big money on them. Like, you know what I mean? He was betting big money going for the long shots. And what, what happens when right? you just get further and further and further and further in, like before you know it, you're fucking millions of dollars in debt. And he only makes like what? $4 million a season. $4 million is still a lot of money. but still. Yeah. But when you're 30 in debt, <laughs> like you know what i mean it would take him seven years matt the rate he's at eight years to be in the green fuck's sakes like, you know what i'm huh is it what are you a cecil fielder no but i'm just like you know like i just i don't know i hope for his sake hopefully it's just like a mad ex-wife or something and hopefully that that's it for him but man it's not fucking looking good at all right now for him he causes a lot of shit in the league too, eh? Yeah, he does. Well, like him, then he got on that Jake Paul and uh, yeah. Why do you think he's trying to get a fight? He's trying to get a payday. That other <laughs> clown and he's like, pay me a million dollars, I'll beat their ass. Yeah, that's funny, man. Well, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like getting paid doing it, right? Like a hockey player is going to come out and fight these boxing whatever. Fucking Biz wanted to. Biz wanted to fight him. Kane or are those clowns? The two like youtube guys one of the paul guys yeah told him let's go but biz though like biz is like doing very well for himself right like he's yeah, like, he don't need no part of that no but still though he said i'll fucking fight him <laughs> he's like i don't care <laughs> like but biz is an absolute beauty though absolute beaut biz yeah. but but still but he was like fucking he's like let's go he's like you're he gonna rub, punch me rubs with- me the wrong way i just I love his style of play. I love him on the ice. I just, yeah. I don't like what he's doing off the ice. Right. It's a always, lot of, it's always got too much to say about nothing. You yeah. He's always like, talking shit, but it, but it's a, it's a lot of heat to put in your dressing room and shit too. It's a big distraction to the boys in there. How's your team is. supposed to win when everybody's fucking the whole like media is swarming you the whole time and your room's nuts and everybody's asking you about it, like asking guys on his team about it. Let's face it. I'm sure those guys are asked sometimes about it and just you get the odd dumbass reporter or something that asks about it. Like, Oh, but I'm sure it's causing riff in the room. No. Sure. It is. He's a distraction. And like, think about the players I have there and they're losing. Yeah. Like how (laughs) Carlson burns, like fucking how. I don't like how I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, but I'm just, it's just crazy though, man. He was like, was he betting the, like the games that he was playing in? That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't in, that's what she said. I know. That's why we both laugh. <laughs> I might have to save that as a clip. And that's what she said. Both of us at the same time. Uh, <laughs> you can tell we're guys fucking brutal. But yeah, I don't know. I like I said, for his sake, I hopefully it's just like a pissed off ex-wife, but it doesn't it doesn't sound yeah. like it doesn't sound like she blew the whistle, man. <laughs> she blew she the whistle. She didn't do it more than that, or she wouldn't have ratted him out, right? So yeah, um, so I don't know. That's just crazy business, man. Like that's a lot of shit to be getting into. What do you think about this whole bullshit going on with this 18-year-old kid? Uh, that Montreal drafted. I think we might have talked a little bit about it last week, but they're uh, 
what well he's young he's he knows what he did he sounded like it was pretty like remorseful and stuff like that like you you had said last week the girl was just asking for a written apology right but, and, but there's more to the story now right oh okay i didn't hear so lay it on me gary batman stepped in and started saying a whole bunch of shit and like how disappointed he was like montreal picked him up oh really and he was saying how montreal was helping him through his problem and and all this stuff and how great they were well now montreal's taking a step back you know so yeah there there's there's gonna be a lot more to this like who knows what happens to this kid do you think they'll just end up letting him go i don't know i don't know but but if they would have left him alone when he asked and nobody would have drafted him there was half the teams were saying nope not interested montreal grabbed him and then gary bettman comes out and starts bitching that montreal grabbed him Mm -hmm. toronto or this kid is 18 years old let's think about jeff kugel did he do something stupid maybe in a lot of people's eyes but he was protecting his team and that's what he's always been raised on doing yeah okay so so kids make stupid mistakes remember we were all kids at one time and we made stupid mistakes yeah you know he did everything he could to make that girl forget or or to apologize and, and was it right i still don't think it was right but no. to ruin this kid's life he ruined his career before his, it even yeah. started right <laughs> career gone before it even started he i know man. he wasn't right at what he did but like he wanted to take a year off and he wanted to mm-hmm. you know mature and and apologize and do whatever he needed to do to make amends for what he did Mm -hmm. and now the nhl to me that i what i've been reading is they're shitting on him yeah and that's and they're shitting on montreal for doing it now montreal's backpedaling going okay whoa whoa like yeah because the league probably said like hey like what you're doing here we don't like you know what i mean so They're so pretty much Montreal probably just wasted a draft pick. Right. Essentially. Right. I think he went like 30, 30 something, 37th. Oh, it was that high. It was high. Oh fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm almost positive. I fuck. I ain't looking through my phone. No, don't worry about that. I'm just throwing numbers out there. Anyways, Mm. it could have been 137th, but whatever. Real quick. He went pretty high. Real quick before we bounce out of here. Um, I want to. Uh, I can't believe that there hasn't been a fucking Eichel trade yet. Well, he's broken, right? Well, he's yeah. I mean, I don't think he might be. Uh, but still, man, nobody's. He's he's only twenty four. I don't know. Like you know like, what I mean? He still has lots of mean? life. Like, we we don't hear the NHL shit, and maybe Eichel's a fucking head case. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think that. I just think everybody's kicking the tires just because they don't know. Because I think they would have to give away too much for him. And that could be too. You know, like you'd probably have to give away half your team and your dog to fucking probably get him in here, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to say the Sabres are just going to give him away, but they're not like. <laughs> it's going to take you some, like, it's going to probably be a couple players, a couple draft picks, like what they call future considerations. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's going to be some shit. So when he goes, I'm expecting him. I don't, do you think he starts the season in Buffalo? 
Do you think he'll be a type that will go at the trade deadline, maybe to a team that's in the running? I think he'll start in Buffalo. I think he will too. I definitely think you're right there, but man, he could add so much to a team like that's in the hunt, like so much to a team. And that's then that in poor the kid that that got drafted in the first round or first overall uh, power. Yeah. Did he go to Buffalo? <laughs> yeah, he did. Pack some all dress, buddy. Yeah, I was just gonna say, load up your backpack and your lunch and your fucking lunch pail with fucking all dress chips. Man, I you're clear the track for any shack. Yeah, imagine that kid just knowing, like, okay, I'm there's a good chance that I'm gonna be the first overall pick, and then he's watching the draft lottery. And yeah, Buffalo, and, then he's like, <laughs> and then Buffalo comes. Ah, oh, I'm fuck. staying in school. I'm staying. In school. Yeah, I've decided I'm gonna go the college route. <laughs> yeah. They're like, too late, buddy. You're drafted. And by the way, we'll see you in training camp. But he could be drafted, but he could still play his because yeah, he can. It, it's, it's draft eligible, right? So he can still stay there in college for two more years. But let's face it: if you're 18, 19, Buffalo will be folded old. by then. <laughs> but but hey, fingers crossed. Face it: if you're 18, 19 years old and you got a shot to play in the NHL and make money to play, are you gonna go? It don't, don't matter who you with. You're no, wrong. I'm not going to Buffalo. I'm gonna finish my degree. I'm gonna turn 21, and now I'll go to the states because I can drink. <laughs> I would sign. I wouldn't care where it was. It's playing in the NHL, <laughs> but like still it's a, it's a tough way to start a career, man. It's a, especially right now. Buffalo used to have some really good teams though. Like back in the day, Buffalo or New Jersey when they had like Hasek and like LaFontaine and like Brad May and like, they had some good teams, man. Howard Chuck, Anderchuk, you name it. They had, that's what, that's what I mean, man. Ryan Miller Brad was there at a point in time too. They were they were a powerhouse at like, one time, and they've had some of the best goalies in the and in, in NHL history. Like they, they had Hashik, they had Ryan like Miller. He's way up there. Like they had so sure. many fucking good players, man. I can't believe that they haven't done better. Like even make a, I think they made a couple solid runs in the early nineties. But uh, other than that, man, it was just like I like I said, I say I was this probably the fourth or fifth time I've said it on our show, but feel sorry for buffalo fans man <laughs> like i seriously do i seriously I do because <laughs> it's just a short jot for you right of leafs yeah. to fucking buffalo don't, don't care don't care about buffalo leafs and them is almost like uh it's it's almost like a like freaking senators and habs type deal with them almost eh? like they're kind of close and the, and the senators it's like mm-hmm. detroit and the red wings like you know there's when Toronto goes and plays in Buffalo, you can't even hear the Buffalo fans. I know. You know it's what not. I mean? You're just across that. Yeah. Falls there. Yeah. Just across the falls. Yeah. They're right in there in Buffalo, New York. Right. So I've never been to a Buffalo game over there. I would love to go though. Just to, just to do it once. I'd go to a Bills game. I wouldn't go to a fucking. Oh, Bills game, man. Game Jesus. Game. Those yahoos. <laughs> I love yeah. Bills mafia though. Love them. Joining the mafia. <laughs> love them love them love them but uh all right do you got anything else or are you about uh i'm about cash yeah, out too i'm good all right well i'm gonna finish these beers go have some food until next week and rob signing off we're out of here see ya peace boys girls
Yeah, I can get behind it.